Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to today's edition of The Cheapest Meal, presented by Deep Fried Draft. My name is Brian Bosarge. Uh, we're going to do a little uh, different style episode today. I will, I'll have no guests. It'll just be me solo. Uh, I'm going to break down the uh, wide receiver and tight end uh, classes uh, for the 2019 NFL Draft uh, coming up in a, in a minute or so. Um, I think these are two of the deeper position groups in this NFL draft. And so we're going to talk about how I feel that those groups stand right now. Of course, the combine and pro days will be huge uh, for these guys because with any skill position player uh, size, speed, th- those things are kind of, a, kind of a big deal, you know, agility and such of that nature. Um, production is key as well, but you know, those, those are probably your make or breaks. Uh, if, if you're a wide receiver or a tight end, uh, as it comes to projecting to the NFL. Um, thanks, everyone, who's listened to the last uh, couple of podcasts. Uh, on Tuesday, last Tuesday, we had Pete Smith talking Cleveland Browns. And uh, Thursday, we had Ron LaForce on safety from New Mexico State, who's also a prospect in the 2019 NFL draft class. That podcast in particular has been our most listened to one to date. So I thank everybody uh, who tuned into that. Uh, you can also go to deepfrieddraft.com, find my latest mock draft, um, all of my position rankings are up to date as well as uh, which and um, top 100 big board is, is also available as well. So without talking any more about it, let's uh, let's talk about this wide receiver group and why I think it's so deep, because when I was breaking these rankings down, I usually like to have a hard cutoff number. And um, it's usually like I like to have an even number because I'm OCD, I guess. So a number ending in five or zero so I got to 50 with wide receivers, and there were still some guys I thought that I could have put on this list that I think are going to be in an NFL camp. Now, of course, 50 wide receivers are not going to get drafted. The, the number is usually around 38 to 42, somewhere in that range. Um, this is a deep group, especially like there's a, there's a cluster of these slot guys. Uh, your sub six-foot uh possession type receivers that can do a lot of good things with the football and those guys are just probably mid-round guys third to fifth round area that they they need to be broken up at some point so the combine is going to be huge for that but let's start at the top uh wide receivers and the top three names are all underclassmen uh but one in particular dk metcalf from old miss doesn't have the production you want but the Ole Miss offense was just kind of weird, and there's a tight. They've got a tight end also as well with lack of production that we'll talk about in a second. But Metcalf is six three, two twenty five. If you watched the Alabama game, you saw his blazing speed. Um, he's had, I want to say, some injury issues, so that's something you have to get over. But I think he's probably the best receiving target uh, in this draft, and really anxious to see his combine numbers. Uh, Kelvin Harmon from NC State is another just huge catch radius guy. I think he can run, makes a tough catch, uh, runs some good routes. I think he's uh, 
he's a guy to watch. Nikhil Harry's another big guy, listed 6'3", 200. Um, another guy with speed. Uh, but is he agile? That's the question, I think, with him that you want to see. Number four on my list, Debo Samuel. You heard from him a few weeks or uh, a week or so ago on the podcast. Um, I talked to him down at the Senior Bowl. I think he's, you know, he separated himself as the best senior wide receiver down there. I mean, no doubt about it, in my opinion. Uh, Debo Samuel's magic with the ball in his hands. Number five on this list is Marquise Hollywood Brown from Oklahoma, undersized, listed at 5'11", 162. So his weight at the combine will be key uh, to where he's at there. But fast, fast, fast is what you like about Marquise Brown. J.J. Orsega-Whiteside comes in at number six on my board, another big target catch radius. Is he going to run fast? That's probably going to hurt him. A.J. Brown, Ole Miss receiver, another guy, production down, but solid route runner. Dylan Mitchell, a little surprised he may have came out, thought he might have stayed at Oregon another year uh, to play with Justin Herbert, but 6'2", 190, probably going to be fast. Uh, little Jordan Humphrey, L.J. Humphrey, if you will, from Texas, 6'4", 225, can return kicks, athletic, fast, fast, fast. Uh, number 10 is DeMarcus, currently is DeMarcus Lodge, 6'2", 202 from Ole Miss. Weird production, but uh, one of the better senior wide receivers. Um Raleigh Ridley comes in at number 11 from Georgia. Production low, but fast, great route runner. Hakeem Butler, 6'5", 219 from Iowa State, comes in at 12. He is uh, he is big and another big catch radius guy. Um, speed going to be the thing for him. Number 13 is Preston Williams. We will not see. He was not top. Uh, rated wide receiver without a combat invite, but he doesn't get a combat invite because of a prior arrest for domestic violence issues that he had uh, early in his college career. Uh, so a lot of teams are not even going to have him on the board. Uh, number 14 is Andy Isabella, 5'9", 186. Um, I think he can play outside, but it's a senior role. He lined up primarily in the slot, but he's fast. If you put on the Georgia game, and he dominated the Bulldogs in that game. Uh, I had a chance to speak to uh, Andy Isabella at the Senior Bowl. Let's hear from him now. Brian Bosar's Deep Fried Draft with Andy Isabella, wide receiver from UMass. Uh, Andy, you were on five All-American team, American first first team All-American, Bulletnikoff finals. You got my vote as a Bulletnikoff uh, voter. What's this ride been like for you? It's been crazy. It's almost unreal. I mean, it's something I dreamed of my whole life, and it's, it's just slowly coming true. I mean, I know how productive you were, but I feel like your the overall perspective about you changed after the Georgia game. Uh, what, what's that been like for you? It's been crazy. I mean, putting up numbers like that for Georgia, it's not really uh, seen apparently that much often. I know our team got beat pretty bad, but, I mean, I still went out there and played as hard as I can, and I think that shows something to other people. I mean, what do you think made you so successful in that game? I was relaxed, and I just, I just loved myself, and I, I wasn't worried about the score. I wasn't worried about who was out there. I was just playing as hard as I could every play. So the urban legend is you outran Denzel Ward in the 100 meters in high school. Is that, is that true? Yeah, that's true. Uh, regional final, 10-5-1. Uh, he was, yes, he just took third in the race. But then we came back and beat him in the 200, and that, that was really when I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Denzel's a funny kid. He, he was, uh, after the race, he was like, I'm coming for you at States. Yeah, no, he, he was too excited. He fall started at States, so I, he didn't get a chance to compete at States, but uh, 
he ended up winning 200. Why do you think we're so lightly recruited? Probably because my size, and uh, I wasn't that big in high school. I kind of spurred it a little in, in college, and uh, put on a lot of weight. But um, but I think it was just like, no, I was a quiet kid, so maybe I don't, I'm not really talkative, so no one really uh, was able to give me the opportunity that I maybe deserve. Uh, because of your height, people are, people are going to try to pigeonhole you into the slot, but you're much more than that, aren't you? Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I played all over in, in college, and I think I was successful. This year I played primarily outside receiver, so... I mean, that speaks for itself, I think. What do you say is your go-to route? A go-to route, definitely a double move. We would run it, we call it a sicko. Uh, Coach Whipple would call it, and it, I'd probably call it probably like 15, 50-yard passes on just that play. Who's your favorite superhero? That was Andy Isabel, wide receiver from UMass. Uh, like he said in there, uh, he Denzel Ward ran 4-3 at the Combine, and he outran him in high school. One has to think he's faster now. Uh, 15 is Paris Campbell, uh, Ohio State. Uh, probably should have went to the Senior Bowl, to be honest. Uh, he's He was competing with uh, Debo Samuels, will be the top senior receiver, and he kind of got left out in the cold. And in exchange, his teammate, uh, who was ranked 20th on my list, Terry McCorn, kind of took away some of some of the buzz that Paris Campbell could have had. Uh, 16 on my list is Keelan Doss from UC Davis. He's the first FCS player to pop up on this list. And let me tell you, Keelan Doss, this guy can play. He sh- he showed out against in the Senior Bowl, showed he was ready for that next level of competition. 6'2", 207, 33-inch arms. Um, he ran just in the one-on-ones, ran some killer routes. Um, has a tremendous catch radius. Um, I had a chance to talk to uh, Keelan uh, at the media day uh, for the Senior Bowl. Let's hear from him now. Brian Bosard's deep fried draft with Keelan Doss, wide receiver from UC Davis. Uh, Keelan, what was, what's the biggest thing that's happened to you to go from un, unrecruited high school player to cusp of the play in the NFL? A lot of hard work. Um, funny thing is, man, I mean, I, I've always had uh, the talent, you know, but uh, going back to my high school years, you know, the production wasn't really there based upon, uh, you know, certain circumstances that didn't allow me to do that. And, uh, you know, coming out of high school, got slept on for the most part. But I knew uh, the, the coaching staff at the time at UC Davis, they would get me right. And I knew no matter where I went, I would go in there and get the job done and uh, have the opportunity to play, hopefully, at the next level. What do you say is the best part of your game right now? My ability to catch the football, my ability to be versatile uh, throughout the offense, move inside and outside, uh, depending on what the team needs from me. Nobody's perfect on the football field. What does Keelan Doss need to improve on? I need to improve on my route breaking, uh, and uh, I always like to clean up my uh, press release at the line of scrimmage. If I do those two areas, I believe, you know, playing NFL for a long time. I watch you play, and I think Alshon Jeffrey. I mean, I, I, I kind of compare you to that. Is that a fair? That's fair. Uh, I like to compare myself more to like a Keenan Allen, just a guy that can move inside and out and play the slot. Uh, Alshon can too, but just the quickness kind of a Keenan Allen at his uh, route breaks and uh, his ability to get off the uh, press at the line of scrimmage. They're both good. Yeah, they both are very good. Are your your head coach Dan Hawkins? He seems a bit like a wild man. <laughs> is, is, that, is that fair, or is it, what's it like playing for him? He's a little different with his philosophy when it comes to coaching. But I mean, Coach Hawkins is, is the man. You know, I couldn't say enough good things about him. He uh, he has more of a laid back approach, but will get on you when he needs to. And uh, you know, he just makes sure that the team man it just has the most success that it can. And um, I mean, I I can't say enough good things about him. He's awesome. What's one thing everybody needs to know about you? That uh, I work very hard, and I'm really serious about this football team. Who's your favorite? 
So that was Keelan Doss, uh, wide receiver from UC Davis. Um, I compared him now, Sean Jeffrey. Uh, he compares himself to Keenan Allen. I think they're both good comparisons, but he's probably more right on that, that he he's more of a versatile uh, position-wise, scheme-wise. Uh, number 17 on the list was Tyree Brady from Marshall. Saw him in person against Southern Miss, what was his worst game of this season. But he measured in at 6'2", 206, 33 and almost 34-inch arms, 10-inch hands, huge mitts uh, for a wide receiver. Brady's fast, uh, transferred from Miami. Um, I didn't think he did anything outstanding at the senior bowl practice, but he didn't do anything bad either. So I thought that, you know, he was – he just kind of was – he. He solidified who he was, I think, at the Senior Bowl. I uh, also had a chance to talk to Tyree, and uh, we're going to hear from him now. It's Brian Bosnar's Deep Fried Draft with Marshall wide receiver Tyree Brady. Uh, Tyree, you started out at Miami, moved to Marshall. Uh, what led to that move? Uh, I had got dismissed from the team. Okay. Good issues. You had back-to-back uh, excellent seasons uh, this year with the Herd. I mean, what, what, what's, what's the key to your success there has been so far? Uh, just hard work. You know, I put in a lot of hard work, you know, uh, and I matured a lot as a, on and off the field. So, I mean, that helped out a lot. Uh, you had a lot of, uh, real a lot of success, though, 2017. Uh, how much did you lobby Chase Litton to stay? Uh, you know, I talked with Chase, you know, about Sam, but, you know, um, I supported his decision, you know, um, when he told me he wanted to end the draft, you know. I wish he would have stayed, but, you know, um, when he told me he was leaving, you know, I supported his decision. You know, I'm always, me and Chase are good friends, so. Uh, 2018, you had two quarterbacks there, true freshman Isaiah Green and Alex uh, Thompson transfer from Wagner. Uh, despite despite the situation, you actually put up better numbers in 2018. How difficult is that playing with two different quarterbacks? Um, you know, it's difficult, you know, because, you know, from a receiver and quarterback standpoint, you got time is, you know, and especially that's been the first year for a quarterback, you know, so you want to build like a strong relationship and, you know, being in the game, the game is the only way you could really get like that feel for each other so you know how each other plays. So, I mean, it was kind of tough, but at the end of the day, you still got to get out there and make plays. So. I went to the Southern Miss game this year just to see you play. Yeah. So, uh, and that was your worst game of 2018. Oh, yeah. So, for that, I apologize. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> yeah, you know, it was tough, man. You know, um, I had a fumble that game. I feel like I let the team down that game. I put that whole game on me. Uh, we can't. We had slow start. We came out start, missed some shots. You know, we ended up switching quarterbacks within within that game. You know, and, you know, we tried to pull it out, but we ended up pulling out the win. So, so. Um, who who would you say is the toughest corner you've gone against in the last couple of seasons? Uh, toughest corner. Um, I can't really say because like nobody really just man just went manned up. They all ran like bracket in and they all threw little funky coverages so nobody really just went straight up man what would you say is your favorite route go route <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna ask this question to everybody yeah. who's your favorite superhero that was tyree brady from marshall uh we kind of laughed that i put the put the jinx on him in the game that i went and saw him play live but uh I guess all is forgiven. Uh, number 18 on the list is Anthony Johnson from Buffalo. Saw him at the Senior Bowl. Another guy that didn't really stand out despite having his collegiate quarterback on the same team with him. Uh, number 19 is Antoine Wesley from Texas Tech. He's intriguing. 
I haven't did a deep dive, just kind of passively, but 6'5", 200 pounds. You don't see a whole lot of his like in the NFL, so it's kind of like, where does he go? And so that's something I kind of want to look further into with him before I settle on him up or down in these rankings. Talked briefly earlier about Terry McLaurin. Number 21 was my biggest combine snub for wide receivers, Anthony Ratliff-Williams from North Carolina. Uh, 22, Jacoby Myers is probably going to go up further on this list when it's all said and done. Um, David Seals, West Virginia. Uh, Can he separate? That's going to be his issue. Jalen Hurd, just not enough on the books for him. Gary Jennings had a great senior bowl game. Um, Emmanuel Hall is a guy who was supposed to be at the senior bowl but got injured. Would have loved to have seen him there. Supposedly speed is going to be key with him. Nicole Hardman, same thing with Georgia. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson from Fresno State was great at the Shrine game. Uh, a guy who emerged for me at the Senior Bowl, who I really didn't have any idea who he was beforehand, I've talked to him, I talked about him ad nauseum on these podcasts, is Penny Hart from Georgia State. Shocked he wasn't invited to the Combine. 5'8", 180, was just killing corners in one-on-ones at the Senior Bowl. And here's where I was talking earlier about that kind of cluster of slot receivers. Yeah, Penny Hart here, Hunter Renfro from Clemson, who's going to be slow, I have no doubt. Uh, John Ursua from Hawaii is a guy who I don't think is getting a whole lot of pub, uh, but probably should. And Greg Dortch from Wake Forest is uh, another guy, five nine. So all these guys are between 5'8 and 5'10, 170, 180 pounds. Uh, Dortch is a redshirt sophomore early entrant from Wake Forest, a guy to uh, – and I need to watch a little bit more of Travis Fulgham from Old Dominion. Uh, had a great week at the Senior Bowl. Miles Boykin, 6'4", 227, junior receiver from Notre Dame. Uh, Stanley Morgan, Jr., was surprised he was not invited uh, to any All-Star games. Senior from Nebraska. I thought he had a, uh, a pretty pretty solid career for the Huskers. Uh, Jonathan Duhart from Old Dominion was a guy I liked better than his teammate Fulgham before I saw Fulgham in person. Uh, James Gardner, a big wide receiver from Miami, Ohio guy I've liked throughout the years, but can't seem to shake the injury bug. Same thing with Emmanuel Butler from uh, Northern Arizona. So he's a 6'3", 220 guy. Uh, Terry Godwin had a tremendous uh, week at Shrine. Ola B.C. Johnson, a receiver from Colorado State, uh, a little overshadowed by his teammate Preston Williams, but he's a solid piece. Xavier Yubosi kind of burst on the scene this year uh, from UAB. Uh, Ryan Davis, uh, the career leader in receptions at Auburn. Jesper Horstead had a good uh, a good week at the Shrine from Princeton. Uh, Darius Slayton uh, had a tremendous bowl game for Auburn, had over 200 uh, receiving yards in that game, but he came out early. Uh, Felton Davis from Michigan State, injuries. Uh, Cody Thompson, Toledo, injuries while he's down this far. Sean Poindexter, uh, good size, former volleyball player. Uh, Jamal Custis, another big big wide receiver from Syracuse at 48. Jazz Ferguson, uh, junior wide receiver, listed at 6'5", 223. I've got to watch some more tape of him. And uh, Jamarius Way from South Alabama will come in at 50 at the cutoff point on this list. He's been invited to the combine, 6'3", 215. Seen him play in person twice this year. Uh, good size. Uh, some guys that are currently not on this on my full list, uh, DeAndre Davis from Troy, I Really liked him before the season, <clears throat> but saw him play in person twice this year to minimal effect. Uh, Jalen Smith from Louisville uh, was just the worst wide receiver at the Senior Bowl. I don't really think it was close. And uh, 
yet got invited to the combine. Alex Wesley, Northern Colorado, did absolutely nothing at the Senior Bowl, uh, but reportedly played through an injury there. So allegedly speed, speed, speed with this guy. We didn't see it at the Senior Bowl probably because of the injury. So he has been invited to the combine. We'll see what he does there. Uh, Deontay Johnson from Toledo, I know, has got some uh, – some is well liked in the community. Got to get into more tape on him. Tyron Johnson, Oklahoma State, another early entry uh, that I, I've got to do some more tape study on. Um, so that's that's all we're really going to talk about with the receivers today. Like I said, it's one of the deeper groups. I think if you're looking, you could probably snag potential starters uh, into the third round easily, probably the fourth round, and you're going to fill out your wide receiver your wide receiver threes, wide receiver fours, you're going to get these guys in rounds five and six, no doubt about it. Uh, Tight end, like I said, this is a a great group here. Um, You could get potential starters here probably on day, early day three. I have no doubt about it. Um, You could see as many as maybe three go in the first round this year, and we'll start there with TJ Hawkinson from Iowa, the redshirt sophomore, 6'5", 243. Just he does it all, and he loves doing it. Blocking, catching, route running, everything. He does it all, and he does it well. Irv Smith Jr. from Alabama, six four two forty one junior. Um, not going to be as highly rated for me as his former uh, former Crimson Tide tight end OJ Howard, but he's not going to be far behind. Uh, Noah Fant from Iowa is going to probably test through the roof at the Combine. Jay Sternberger kind of emerged this year in one year at Texas A&M, a former Kansas JUCO player. Um, he's got more speed than what you would think a 6'4", 250-pound guy would do. Saw him carry multiple defenders against South Carolina earlier this year. Isaac Nada could move up uh, probably at least one spot. Maybe him and Sternberger competing for that number four tight end spot. Uh to go probably early second round, not as uh, under underrated coming out of Georgia, which is hard to do. Caden Smith, uh, Stanford tight ends usually do well here, and uh, not to say that that's the only reason Caden Smith's rated sixth there, but because he can play tremendous catch radius for Smith. Dawson Knox was who I spoke of earlier from Ole Miss, six four two fifty, but the production is just in the toilet. No touchdowns in twenty eighteen. But I just I don't think the Ole Miss offense kind of knew what they had. He's definitely going to be one of those guys that's a better pro than he was a collegian. Uh, number eight um, is the first senior, and this guy emerged to me. I saw once I saw him at the Senior Bowl. I'm like, yeah, this guy can play. He's another do-it-all guy, not afraid to block. I don't know that he he's probably going to be in the early fourth round area, but I think down the road he could develop into a solid. You know, a low-end tight end one, but definitely one of the better tight end twos in the league as more teams go to a two tight end personnel. But 6'4", 250, good arm length, good hands. Like I said, he can block. He runs crisp routes, has a good catches the ball well. And it was a pleasure to talk to. Let's hear from uh, Drew Sample now. I talked to him uh, after the senior role game. Uh, so let's hear from uh, Drew Sample. From Bosarge Deep Fry Draft with Drew Sample, a tight end from Washington. Uh, Drew, how, three days of practice, game today, man. How are you feeling? I feel good. It was a lot of fun this week. Um, you know, it was fun to be coached by the Raiders, learn a new offense, um, play against some talented guys, and it was it was fun to kind of go out on top here at the, in the game. 
seemed like you had a uh, good game today. You settled into the zones nice and uh, made a few catches. Yeah, it was good. It was The quarterbacks were doing a good job of kind of spreading the ball all around. So uh, we made some plays on offense. Started a little slow, but it was fun. Um, this, this season in Washington, did it kind of go how you wanted it? or? Um, you know, obviously the last game, you know, losing the Rose Bowl, we kind of got to where we wanted to be, but it didn't quite close it out. Um, so it was a little frustrating, you know, because we, we've been to a couple New Year's Six Bowls in a row um, and just hadn't been able to close them out. But I know Coach Pete and the staff will kind of look at things and hopefully they'll be able to reload for next year. But um, it was a fun year with, you know, being, being the senior with a lot of seniors on our team. You know, it was a fun last ride. We definitely went through a lot of ups and downs, but, um, you know, we wish, just wish it would have ended a little better. When I evaluate you, I see a guy who's a well-rounded tight end. You're, you can run, you can catch, you block. I mean, is that is that important to you to actually be a, a the a all-around tight end? Yeah, I think that's um, definitely. You know, at UW, we were definitely we took pride in being you know the point of attack in the run game. Um, you know, doing whatever our offensive coordinator needed us to do, whether I was you know running routes, catching passes, in pass protection, um, run blocking. So I think definitely that's something that you know I think. I can bring a lot of value to teams as someone who can who's done that all different um, in all different ways and someone who's versatile and, and can really do everything. Your teammate uh, last year, Will Disley, kind of set the stage for possibly you going into this year. Showed everybody what a UW tight end can do. Is that is that kind of a guy you still talk to, maybe look up to? Yeah, you know, Will's one of my best friends. We roomed um, throughout college together, so it was definitely amazing to see him. You know, have the success he had, obviously before the injury. So, um, you know, I think that definitely can help me. Um, and so, you know, I'm excited to go through this process and continue to show people that um, I am well-rounded and, um, yeah. Is there, is there a, have you maybe, is it too early in the process to say where you think you may end up in the draft or is? Yeah, I definitely. You know, I just, my goal this week was just to come out and, ha- and have a good week, you know, show, show scouts what I can do, show teams what I can do. Um, and I felt like I had a, a good week in that regard. So, you know, back to training, um, looking, looking ahead of the combine and uh, looking forward to it. Where are you training at? Uh, Exos and uh, Carlsbad, San Diego. Uh, what about your quarterback, Jake Browning? Uh, what do you think? Does is, is he have a future at the next level? I think so. You know, Jake's one of the toughest, smartest guys that I've ever been around, one of our you know, biggest leaders the last four years. So, he, you know, he definitely has all, all the skills, I think, to, you know, um, potentially win a job at the next level. What player, either in practice or in the game today, on the, on the defense, you gave you the most fits this week? Um, you know, we had a lot of we had a lot of good um, you know a lot of good ends on our team that we battled against all week. Um, you know, I, I think our D line was definitely um, pretty tough to go against. So you know, I can't say one person in particular, but it was a lot of fun to compete against those guys. You know, from you know playing all season to you know having the Rose Bowl to having a couple weeks off and then playing against guys this caliber. It was a lot of fun. It was definitely a challenge. If you could say. What would you say is the thing that you think you need to improve on the most going forward between now and and, and your pro day? Uh, I think just continuing to show teams that I you know I can be a threat in the pass game, that I can run good routes and be able to separate at the next level. Um, you know I think I have good hands, um, but I just I think I need, continue to need to showcase that. Um, you know, at UW, my tape, I think I did a good, good job last year, had more targets, had some more catches, but I think that's probably what they're looking forward to the most. And, and then to confirm, you know, that, I, that I'm a good blocker, I think I was able to show that this week. That was Drew Sample, tight end from Washington. Like I said, I think he was one of the, if not the best tight end at the Senior Bowl this week, or during Senior Bowl week, I should say. And um, he did a great job. Uh, number nine was Josh Oliver from San Jose State, another uh, – 
a guy I wanted to have a chance to talk to, but never, never could corral him. Six four two forty six. He's a he's a good story there. Uh, under recruited out of high school, ends up at San Jose State, and he just all he does is make plays for that. He was the leading receiver on their team this year, which is not something you often see a tight end do at the collegiate level. Number 10 was my top combine snub uh, from the Senior Bowl, and that's Donald Parham from Stetson. He was a late add to the Senior Bowl, replaced Alizé Mack uh, from Notre Dame. But uh, you see a guy listed at Stetson, and you say, say he's 6'8", 240, and you're like, that's not right. He's not going to be 6'8". He's probably going to be 6'6", six, six, maybe even 6'5 and a half. He goes to the weigh-ins, and he's a legit 6'8", 243 pounds. He has 36 and one-eighth inch arms, 10 and a half inch hands. It's freaking huge. Unfortunately for him, his uh, hugeness stops at the kneecaps down because, I mean, he looks like he's walking on uh, matchsticks out there. And uh, true enough, second day of senior role practice, he ends up uh, tweaking his ankle and they, he's he's done for the week. But uh, I think Parham was was looking really good up to that point. He was uncoverable for the most part uh, while he was there. Um, so the level of competition did not dissuade him. I would have loved to have seen him, however, finish the week and, and participate in the game. I did have a chance to speak to Donald Parham uh, at the media day. So let's let's hear from him now. Brian Bosart's deep fried draft with Donald Parham, tight end, wide receiver, Stetson. Uh, you come from a family of football players. I was on your bio. How, how does that help prepare you going forward? It honestly, it got my mind right. Honestly, um, it made sure that I, you know, I could carry on a legacy that's been in the family for a while, and uh, just make sure that I'm always just applying myself. You mostly had a basketball background in high school. Didn't play a whole lot of football. Is that how you end up at some place like Stetson? Um, well, I did play all four years in high school, which was kind of like the thing that most people don't know but it was just that I only had a year of film to provide to a college um, in, in high school so that's where the, the misconception was at but um, it definitely it was a it's a good background to have to play basketball and then become a tight end because you know they're they're more so the um, they I feel like they produce better athletes when you play basketball and football so that's where I was at. You led the Hatters in receiving the last two years, mostly lining up out wide. Is uh, you think that's probably your best fit in the NFL? I'm definitely like a slot guy, kind of guy or a wing back kind of guy, um, most definitely. Um, this week, do you do you feel like you need to show teams that you can block? Absolutely. Um, it's a lot of naysayers out there right now, and I just want to prove them all wrong. This week, a big step up from the Pioneer League uh, to the competition that's going to be here. You're anxious to show that the stage isn't too big? Um, no, it's not too big. I mean, once I wrap my head around it, that that this is where I need to be, and um, to and in order for me to prove that I'm I'm worthy of getting to the next level, then I, I really accepted my my role. Last question: Who's your favorite superhero? Superhero probably have to be uh, Captain Marvel. Captain yeah. Marvel. That was Donald Parham uh, from Stetson. Big basketball background, uh, limited uh, tape coming out of high school, which is how he ends up at Stetson. But uh, I think he's going to make a team, and he's going to be very, very good. Uh, Caleb Wilson is a junior from UCLA, early graduate, came out early, was was tremendously productive at UCLA. Um, he was only at the Senior Bowl for one day, 
and it was and the game itself and it was rough. Not a good showing for Kayla Wilson, but I still like the tape. I still think there's something there, so that's why he comes in at 11. Dax Raymond, Utah State, comes in at 12. Had a good week at the Senior Bowl. Tommy Sweeney, um, I, I just don't think he's going to test very well. He's 6'4", 253, but he's going to be a tremendous number two tight end for many years. Alizee Mack from Notre Dame uh, had originally accepted an invite to the Senior Bowl, but apparently did not graduate, so was not eligible to practice or participate in the game. So he had to pull out. So curious to see uh, him going forward. Foster Moreau, I thought, had a solid week for LSU at the Senior Bowl. Um, he's a much better route runner than I gave him credit for. Um, so that's where he comes in at 15. I think he's probably the the cutoff for the maybe draft draftable or definitely probably the cutoff in the fifth or sixth round. Beyond this is looking at seventh round undrafted guys like Zach Gentry from Michigan, uh, C.J. Conrad, Kentucky, uh, Jerome Washington from Rutgers. Uh, Nate Becker is a guy I've always kind of been fond of from Miami, Ohio, 6'4", 261. Uh, definitely more of a blocker than a pass catcher. Uh, a guy I've got to get do a deep, deeper uh, tape dive on is uh, Cahale Waring from San Diego State, 6'6", 250, early entrant. have not studied him much beyond passive viewing, so he's definitely a guy I've got to get in, get into the tape more on. Uh, Kendall Blanton and Daniel Helm. Uh, both were at the Shrine game, Missouri and Duke, respectively, uh, Shrine, uh, combine invites. So uh, that's that's the breakdown of tight ends. Like I said, I think we could see three first-rounders there. I believe uh, the classes are very deep at both positions. So uh, anxious to see how it all shakes out. But I hope you enjoyed uh, this breakdown of the wide receiver and tight end classes and uh, listening to – some of my interviews I had with the different players from the Senior Bowl. And uh, that's going to do it for today. As always, uh, follow me on Twitter, at Deep Fried Draft. You can find me, uh, find everything, mock drafts, all these position rankings we just went over, or everything, or at DeepFriedDraft.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, until next time.